Hello, and welcome to Try Do Like It, the podcast where we have our guests eat a food they hate one last time. I'm here with my co-host, Winston Carter. Winston, how are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? Doing good. Great. How did I do with that opening? Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I didn't... It, it, I, 7.5 out of 10. That's pretty good. Yeah, I think that's pretty okay. That's almost on the IMDb Top 250. Yeah, yeah. I don't... I judge it's everything a by 7.8 and above. Oh, boy. All right. Uh, we're here. Yeah, we're here. We're, yeah. uh, we're live from Green Bar Distillery. Yes, and we're here with uh, co-founder, spirits maker, and also novelist, Liddy Matthew. Liddy, thank you for joining us. I sound so fancy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you guys for coming. Welcome to Green Bar Distillery. Thank you. Thanks yeah. for having us. We're, we're thrilled so to, be here. to be here. Yeah. Uh, we're going to start off with a little segment we like to do called Hot Tastes. Hot takes on taste. Uh, so, David, do you have any hot? You have a hot taste today? Uh, yeah. Uh, as always, mine is dumb. All right, let's hear it. Uh, I think the best way to eat a blueberry is uh, from the freezer. All right, cool. We can move on. <laughs> we can move on from that. That's really, it. really. That's that's a frozen. So, so I'm saying, I I'm done with room temperature blueberries. I'm done with blueberries out of the fridge. When I go to the grocery store. And buy, I buy a carton of blueberries mm-hmm. in that plastic carton. I'm throwing it straight in the freezer. You I don't then, just buy the frozen ones? No. That's the, that is the key difference here. Oh, I don't like the frozen bag of blueberries. I think those are bad. You agree, Liddy? You can I weigh do. in. I do. Okay. I was like, I, this is a really interesting conversation. I see your point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no one's ever sounded less committed to saying it's a really interesting conversation. <laughs> yeah. I, I promise you from this point on. This will get more interesting because Winston's excited about his hot hot taste. Uh, but I've been on this huge blueberry kick, mm-hmm. and I uh, borrowed from one of my roommates who does this. Okay. Uh, but I think it's if you're trying to avoid dessert, it's a fun little sweet treat, and also I think they taste better frozen. Word. I think they taste great frozen. I'm just not understanding the skipping the frozen bag business. Oh, so uh, in the frozen bag, you get that uh, they're sometimes wet when they go into the bag, so they get crystallized. Some of them like. I, no, that should not happen. So that they should. Okay, so frozen stuff like that is supposed to be frozen individually. Yes. Flash frozen while it's like ripe. Sure. And then, so if it's mush, that means it's actually defrosted, then frozen again. So I don't, don't buy that bag. Sure. Oh. I, you have no way to know because it's usually. You feel around. Up. You feel if it's if you feel a bunch of blueberries that are all individual, buy that. Bag. I don't want to be some blueberry bag creep. Oh, it's weirder than being like, oh, I'm home. Let me pop my blueberries in the freezer. Yes, it is weird. No, I disagree. Listen, I under, I'm on board with a cold blueberry. I just think you're fundamentally wrong with how you're doing it. No, I think I'm doing it the right way. Because right, then you well. can pull them out of the freezer. Then you can uh, wash them. Then you can wash them. Then you got you're washing Whoa. a frozen berry? Yeah, I'm washing. Well, yes, because... Dude. Oh, I've never make, heard this. you got to wash any fruit. This makes so... First of all, I just eat fruit because I want my immune system to be rocking. Oh, so you, don't, you don't, don't wash any of the fruits and vegetables? I don't wash... I, I eat... I uh, I see whatever one someone's picked up and touched, and then yeah. I walk up and I immediately put that one in my mouth. Wow. Oh, good. <laughs> that is great for your immunity, yeah, I've heard. Yeah, because listen, I never get sick. I'm constantly sick, You're so constantly maybe sick. this isn't working. <laughs> um... But yeah, I just disagree. I, you disagree. Whatever. You don't yeah. like my hot taste. Yeah, it's fine. Well, now for a serious one that's not a goof. That's, I don't yeah. think that's a goof. That's a thing I'm doing. Um, this is a new thing for me. I'm going to say this flat out. Uh, this is my... It's not It's not really a hot taste. It's just an opinion I've finally come on board with. Uh, people shouldn't do shots of anything that's not clear. That's my new thing. Any liquor that's not clear is not for shooting. Like milk. Uh, people, I'd do a shot of milk, sure, why not? Wait, no, but that's not, oh no. <laughs> oh no. No, I'm talking about See, I can booze. stick with my blueberry platform. I'm talking platforms. about booze. 
yeah, I think clear booze is for shooting, uh, and then any other booze is for sipping, and they're all better. This I came to this recently because for the first time in my life, uh, I was at another distillery. Mm. Uh, I, can I name drop them? I don't want to uh, upset. It's not a local one. It's hey, a very big one. It's all good. Come by, yeah. All right, cool. I was at the Jameson Distillery in Dublin, and the first <laughs> time in my life, I sipped Jameson and went, oh, this is good. All the people who have made me take shots of this are nightmares. Uh, and I realized, oh, brown liquids are for sipping slow, and they're better for me. Epiphany. Yeah. It was oh. a big moment. It was a really big moment for Where me. Where are you delineating... Clear clarity. We know what's clear and what's not. Well, like a tequila to me sometimes has like a hue. No, I think tequila's uh, solidly like a mezcal would not be, uh, but a tequila. I think tequila's in general, oh, but there's like there are clear and dark rums, mm-hmm. uh, and I would count. I would count if there is a dark version of that spirit, then then it counts on that sipping side. So you, yeah, so you sip dark rum, shoot white rum. Sure. You can sip. You can also sip any clear liquid, but you can't shoot a dark one. Okay, is what I'm saying. And who are you telling this to? Twenty-one uh, year old me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Good advice. Yeah. 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 So this is. I've seen the movie Frequency, and when you talk into a microphone, sometimes it can get in a wormhole and go back, and you can talk to your dad. Like, so my dad will tell me, "Don't do this." Oh. Yeah. I have a plan. Okay. Mm-hmm. Great. Is my hot taste the weird one here? I think so. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, so. Uh, Let's get into what food we're circling for today's episode. It is, I say this in a lot of episodes, but Mm. this has been the hardest one to work around. It is Peshat, uh, which is an Armenian dried fruit. Mm. And I'll also say uh, it is very hard to find on the internet. Yeah. And it goes by many different names. Mm -hmm. We found that in its non-dried form, it is sometimes referred to as the autumn olive oh my the uh persian olive Hmm. the russian olive japanese Japanese silverberry Mm -hmm. and then sometimes the silverberry uh they're all like circling the same species name Mm -hmm. could we all agree that it has nothing to do with an olive oh it has nothing to do with an olive i've been looks like one i would say that it looks like one well Mm. pictures posted of it it's like this like kind of plumpish looking Mm -hmm. it's olive shaped I'll okay. allow that. Okay. Well, all right. They're, I mean, don't get me wrong. They're nothing like anything because they're not food. But I've been, yeah, <laughs> I've been describing them to people who I've had try them as a uh, what if a date and a uh, cotton ball made of fruit. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That that's very very good. See, mm. I always think of the pashat as the the stuff that you clean up from under your bed, and then you somehow mush it together and put a cover over it. Mm. You have a cleaner under bed than I do, actually, because uh, Peshat's significantly better than what I think my, the dust bunnies that are running around under my bed. Uh, so uh, what made you... Uh, it was also the alternate food for us. You mm-hmm. also pitched andouillettes, which was an intestinal <sighs> sausage from the Ormol. Yeah. You came hard with yeah. the gross foods. <laughs> I <laughs> did, and I'll tell you why. I... Um, I I'm such an omnivore. It's really there is not very much I don't like out mm. there. I love everything. So in and in the food world, yeah, I, I, it's very it's it's difficult to stump me or to to find something that I will not like. And in fact, I'm a cooking school dropout. Oh, yeah. I went to cooking school oh, in wow. France. Uh, and during that period of time, one of the instructors had taken us to the. Um, um, Marché Raspail. Ooh, do you like the way I said that? Yeah, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Okay. that was cool. <laughs> it's this French market 
um, in Paris. And, uh, you know, we went up to a vendor and that he knew and he said, uh, let's try some of this stuff. And you, okay, what do you guys want to try? And I said, hey, how about that thing? That looks interesting. And he had this perplexed look on his face like, <gasps> like well, I don't know if you should have that. I said, yeah, of course. So he got a couple slices out or they got us a couple slices and passed it around. And I was the one that was brave enough to take, mm-hmm. take it since I asked for it. And I remember eating it and thinking, no, no, don't. Oh, wow. It can't taste wow. like the back end of a, of a I think it was a, uh, a pig. This yeah. thing, it cannot taste like intestinal pig, yeah. come on. And then, so I, so, I thought, so I swallowed it, drank some wine, and then I had to confirm, this is the worst part, is I ate it again. <sighs> like I didn't believe myself the first time. No, nothing <sighs> can taste like that, yeah. you know. Seriously. But it is a pig intestinal sausage. That's what it is, right? Yeah, yeah. but yeah. but still, shouldn't it? Okay, so yeah. why would it taste like it wasn't cleaned out? Because people are gross. So I hate, <laughs> ate, ate the other piece. Oh, yeah, and at that yeah, point, yeah. I was like, oh, confirmed. This yeah. is the worst thing, and I will never eat it again. So I told you guys about it. Yeah, well, I was yeah. thrilled to not, yeah. one, be able to find it, but then also to have found it and then not mm. to deal with it in my mm. kitchen was a, a true blessing. Wow. Um, oh boy! Just the, and this like, is different than andouille sausage. This sort of no, like no. This is, this is yeah, this is very gross. specific. It's extremely too hard, hard to find in the U.S. because uh, you, yeah. you ha- kind of have to make it. And <sighs> um, I have this uh, French chef Laurent, uh, Laurent Q, mm. uh, and he was uh, he told me no 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 you have to try my version. I was like no I don't dude I really <laughs> don't. <laughs> but <laughs> what you this like it's it's like uh, from what I saw of it it's. Oh, let's stuff a sausage with all the stuff that, like, with just casings, but grosser casings. Oh, hard man. pass. Oh, hard pass. Like, no way. And, and I no remember way. the chef telling me, like, hey, you know, this is this is really hardcore, except I can't remember the word in French for that. <laughs> but he was like, oh, yeah. you know, you, are you sure you want to try yeah. this? It's very special. Uh, yeah. yeah. So we're happy we didn't have to do that, oh, even okay. though we were stuck with this, like... Uh, cotton ball mixed with the yeah pig. this dry oniony fruit this, uh, uh, this dust bunny in a plastic bag yes 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 <laughs> yes this thing that I feel like everyone looks at and goes ah oh, that's food yeah that's food uh, I yeah I thought it was like a cleaning thing like it seemed like a like something you would get and like oh if you put three of those down your drain it'll like clear out all the bacteria or something. <laughs> Yeah. Now, yeah. now you know these are fighting words for Armenians who love this fruit. There is mm-hmm. like it is like hardcore there. Like no, wow, I'm, delicious. I'm looking for that fight. Oh. <laughs> no. no, please don't come yeah, after and, me. I'm not. And it was hard to deal with because uh, it's dry. A lot of the recipes that we were looking at also were with the fresh version. And so I don't know whether. Um, I, I, it's also, I think there was a, I, I'll admit there was a language barrier in trying to access. Trying to find it. It is a very special item. And, um, you know, um, in the U.S. we don't have the, the uh, fresh version. But I'm told on good authority that when you walk past a Peshat tree, the aroma is amazingly honeyed and beautiful. It is just a gorgeous tree to look at if you yeah. see it, uh, if you see pictures of it. And the aroma coming from the flowers is just amazing. It's it's poetic, etc. Sounds, like like, sounds like <laughs> a lie to me. Sounds like someone being like, no, 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 it's really good when you're there. Like, yeah. no, I'm not buying it. So, so I don't know, because I don't know when, when in the process from it being fresh to this dry version where it gets this texture. Because te- mm-hmm. taste-wise, it's like, Mm-hmm. Subtle sweetness, which is not uh, offensive to me, mm-hmm. but it's that texture, and then having a date center and having to work my way towards this 
Seed. Yeah, seed. Mm-hmm. That's awful. Well, you know, okay, so yeah. how the Armenians, my extended family, yeah. how they um, uh, consume it is it's a, a tea time item. So you have the tea presumably to kind of choke it down with. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind that of, at least that's how I see it. That makes sense. So, um, you know, I'm thinking that maybe I should pour a cup of tea. Yeah, that'd sure. be great. Yeah. Okay, yeah. here. I, okay, here I go. some tea here. Thank you so much. Yeah, Pleasure. Yeah. Oh, it might be strong. I mean, I'm going to say great. this tea has been sitting around for five minutes, six minutes instead of three. So I'm excited about it. That's a big deal. Yeah. All right. Here we go. These two are for you. Thank you. One for you. One on this side. Oh, it's hot. Oh, okay. So I'm going to put okay, it down. Thank you. No burning of the fingers. Oh, thank you. I have my special um, ah. cup from Armenia to have this. In. Oh, it's from Armenia. Yeah, oh, wow. it's a little pomegranate cup, stained glass. Ah. Isn't it pretty? Uh, so, do you remember the first time you were introduced to Pashat? Yeah, I. It was uh, Melkon, my the other partner in, mm. in uh, Green Bar Distillery, and my husband. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, I nearly broke off the engagement when he gave me the Pashat. <laughs> 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 you know, it's that's yeah. Re- relevant. Yeah. And, no, I yeah, understand. Makes sense, right? I get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is, yeah. It's just a weird thing. So you have okay. So we'll cut into some of your history. Uh, so you went to culinary school in France. But I'm a dropout. Yeah, but still, you went. That's more than most. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing. Like, yeah, I worked at NASA, but then I didn't work at NASA. Like, yeah, okay, but you still went. Uh, and then you. Uh, How long were yeah. you there for? Mm, three months. See, okay, a total okay. dropout. Okay. But three months in France is like seven years, and it's like it's like yeah, like cat years for for culinary. It, it was lovely. I had a great time, and it was um, I got to yeah. It was the first time I lived there. I was I was a foreign exchange student. Oh, like forty years ago. No, no, not that long. But <laughs> it's been a long time. Wow. So yeah. And then uh, so and then you don't like any or you like every other food. There's there's so there's really gross sausage and this and that's it. I really think that I am. In terms of eating, I am so easy to please, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, it's it's just like once in a while you come across the devil's work, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then you know you, at that point you know I got you got to stand up and say hey do not eat that andouillette sausage mm-hmm. yeah no I let me or this prashat that yeah, we're about before to. <laughs> we started recording you were like we mentioned we teased that uh, after the break we're gonna have a few prashat items that we. Uh, <laughs> came up with after all this is the most experimentation we've ever done too mm-hmm. uh but you also said oh, oh why why would you cook with evil and, <laughs> yeah. and then you left the room and then for a moment i felt like oh is this something in armenian culture where uh you eat it once and then you absorb the negativity in the world yeah or did like, we begin a horror movie just now yeah on ourselves because <laughs> also it took me a few grocery stores to find it and when i uh, said it to the lady at uh karabag market in Hollywood, when I said I was looking for Bashat, uh, a lady who was probably four eight uh, in a, a apron that draped her like that was mm-hmm. like down to the floor. Cool. And she just uh, said Bashat, ha! Like laugh. <laughs> she just laughed because <laughs> uh, uh, she knew you shouldn't be asking for yes. it. Yeah, I should barely be asking for it. Hey, just for the record, since this is a podcast and you can't see what mm-hmm. I look like, I'm not Armenian. Mm-hmm. So you know, I'm I'm you know I I'm just Armenian just, by association okay. and by living in Glendale, yeah, California. That's, yeah, that's basically Armenian. <laughs> uh, that's yeah. It's one of those things. I was thinking about this because I'm from Oklahoma originally. I bet you can't find this in Oklahoma. Yeah. I bet in the whole state this does not exist. Mm-hmm. And that's really we're getting 
in a, in the time of Amazon, this is pretty niche. You could order a forty-one dollar one pound bag of. Pichon. Oh really? Yeah. Forty-one dollars for a bag? Wow! Yeah, on Amazon. Oh man! I, I really hope you instead drove to the store and no, bought we, it. For we did. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Right. I, uh, we paid thirty-one dollars for <laughs> one pound. No, no, less than that. Fairly priced. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, my palms are sweating. Are you guys going to show me this Pashat? Or uh, uh, we can get it out. We, we uh, can, yeah. Oh we'll my god, there. we're just there. You, we're can, you, there. you guys are doing this on purpose. Yeah, we're oh, we're trying to drag it up. Yeah. We're trying to really build suspense. <laughs> but before we get into it, before like you have that awful taste in your mouth and you don't want to talk to us anymore, what we should do is talk about Green Bar Distillery. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, yes, please. Yeah. Just while we're while there's a an era. Well, we're still pleasant. friends. Yeah, we're still friends. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, tell us a little bit about how Green Bar got started uh, and uh, the impetus behind it, uh, and then we'll go from there. Aww. Well, okay, so Green Bar Distillery started when Melkon Kozrovian, that's mm. my husband, and the Armenian. You're mm-hmm. <laughs> after referred to as the Armenian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, when we first became engaged, his side of the family, they're from the former Soviet Union, Soviet Armenia. Mm. And they would throw these big parties to, uh, so that the new couple could be introduced. Mm-hmm. And Armenian parties are something, or l- l- meals are something to behold. Mm-hmm. The table when you get in is already covered with food. You're thinking, whoa, this is, this is already, this is a feast. But that's just a fake feast. Those are just the appetizers. There's more coming. Um, so, you know, we'd sit down and the table, when it's set with all this food, it's also set with liquor, guys. Mm-hmm. Like the liquor is right on the table. And it's, it's not cocktails or anything. It's just, um, you know, basically every fourth setting will have a bottle of some sort of uh, spirit, uh, a wine, and maybe a couple spirits. It would be all sitting there. Now, Melkon's family, they, you know, it was the spirits that were on the table. And so, um, and they drink very ceremonially by someone getting up and saying a really nice elaborate toast, mm-hmm. and then everyone's invited to drink. So that's how, how you know, you kind of pace the meal and pace the alcohol is by these toasts. Mm-hmm. It's quite lovely. So someone got up, would get up and say this great toast to the new couple, and then you're supposed to knock this, uh, you know, pour of uh, either... Um, uh, like a mulberry or apricot spirit or like some Eastern European vodkas mm-hmm. usually that that's at the table. So this that's what they would pour me is this Eastern European uh, like uh, vodka and and you are supposed to take drink it and all of a sudden you take a sip I would bring it to my nose my nose hairs are singed before mm-hmm. even it gets to my yeah. mouth and I'm like oh I hate this stuff yeah. so I put it down and so Melkin thought oh I'm gonna make something that uh, appeals to her more refined cooking school dropout palate. Yeah. <laughs> So this is born out of out of love. Yeah, this is born out of impressing someone. Uh, well, you know, hey, there was a heart on the bottle for yeah, a reason. Yeah, I get it. It's <laughs> um, so Melko noticed, and he's like, hmm, I'm going to try to make something more complex. Mm-hmm. And he'd go to the Hollywood farmers market with me, and I noticed he's buying stuff. And hey, he's not the one cooking. So I thought, what is he going to do with all of this produce and flowers and mm-hmm. stuff? Uh, when we'd get home, he'd just get a mason jar, fill it with store bought alcohol. You know, mm-hmm. whatever we had handy, um, that was plain. And then he'd make these really interesting um, uh, c- flavor combinations. Mm-hmm. So it's usually like a fruit or a veggie, some sort of herb, uh, or and some spices. He would raid our spice mm-hmm. ca- cabinet. Uh, I'm Indian, so um, I got yeah. I got me a spice cabinet. There's there's <laughs> stuff in there. <laughs> so you know, so he'd make these really interesting things. And I say interesting because some of them were so nasty. There was one that tasted like. 
lawn clippings that are a week old in a garbage bag. Sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we didn't take that one too. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so the good ones, like there was, I remember there was a pear lavender that was really beautiful. Ooh. He did something with saffron, all these cool things. Right. So he decanted from, with coffee mm. filters <laughs> into yeah. a bottle he'd saved. And he's a, he's a really talented designer. He would make a pretty label for it. Mm-hmm. And we'd go to these family events. And so at the time of the toast, he would, you know, remember all the alcohol sitting on the table, and so is this bottle. He'd reach over and pour me some of the stuff, and, you know, I would drink it, and the cousins noticed. Mm-hmm. thought, wow, whoa, look at her. Yeah. All right, dude, you got, got her yeah. to drink something. So they would take the bottles and take it home with them and, like, examine it. They didn't know we, you know, that we were just, like, playing around with a, a home project. And they would call us, like, hey, where can we buy this? And Melkin would say, didn't you turn it around? There's no back label. There's mm-hmm. no government yeah. warning. Like, what do you think? We're, we're just making this as a, as a, you know, at home. Um, and so they would ask us to make this for their um, their parties, and um, their friends loved it, and they would call us up. And we had these people call us. We didn't know who they were. And at that point, it was super weird. Like, whoa, yeah. my God, what's going on? We better get this phone number enlisted or... Or maybe we're going to business. Yeah, and we go. did the latter. Yeah. Look at us now. That's Woo. great. You could have just had a not findable phone number. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. instead, you own a business. But instead, that's great. yeah. Instead, we, and that was, that was 2004, guys. Mm-hmm. So we've been at this a long time. And it was, it's really exciting. That's great. That's great. And you guys, uh, yeah, you're the largest maker of organic spirits in the world. Yeah. And we, we make um, uh, stuff out of organic ingredients, mm-hmm. stuff you can eat. Um, um, that was really important because the flavors are so much more complex mm-hmm. than whole fruits and spices and vegetables than, you know, um, than synthetics and, you know, which, what have you. But what now we realize is that um, you know, we, uh, organic produce has a lot more flavor in it. It's got um, flavonoids um, it, that have that that are natural in the process of organic farming because when you don't give a plant um, uh, the synthetic um, pesticides or fertilizers, the plant really has to make it on its own. Mm-hmm. So it has to dig deeper roots, it has to uh, grow a thicker skin. All of that means better flavor. So that's how we got into the organic business. It's weird to think, uh, mm-hmm. while you were describing that, you're like, yeah, the plant has to grow and it has to be stronger. And I was like, just so we can eat it. <laughs> because so the, the cruel. end of this ends with us chewing it up. Yeah, usually. that's right. How cruel are <laughs> yeah, we? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but that's incredible. And mm-hmm. you all do a lot of charity work as well. Um, yeah. yeah. So you, you were bringing up, uh, you guys working with the Burrito Project. Did I get that right? Yeah. Yes. So we, yes. Uh, one of the things, there, there's several things that we mm. do. One is that for every bottle that we sell, we plant a tree and we, have planted about 700,000 trees now wow. a small company like us Jeez, <laughs> yeah so that means you know huge things uh, mm. the brand is uh, the bottle if you buy a bottle of um, uh, of spirits and you drink just two ounces of it which is like a normal cocktail mm. you are carbon negative for the day because of the impact of what we do the lightweight glass the recycled paper labels yeah. and the tree that we plant so that's a, a big initiative that's always that we've had so telling me I get after it what? after I leave here <laughs> I'm like clear for the month you are yes exactly Sweet. this is totally. you've given me the push I did not need <laughs> you know anything I can yeah. do to help your you know yeah. your your buying you patterns whoever, buying and drinking patterns whoever sees me later today it's not my fault <laughs> yeah he's just trying to do his part yeah. for the uh, environment I'm screaming you know? at someone at a bar I'm carbon negative <laughs> Aw, oh, you God. can be our ecoholic. Oh, sweet, sweet. Oh, ecoholic. Yes. <laughs> um, but what we're doing um, right now is just uh, just 
we're so excited to be working with the burrito project. Mm-hmm. Um, it's our um, uh, hashtag uh, Drink City Gin campaign. All right. Um, and what that's all about is for every City Bright Gin um, cocktail served in the Los Angeles area in springtime, mm-hmm. we uh, donate a burrito. So it's it's a really neat thing. Actually, we've already uh, been working with the Burrito Project. It's an organization that um, makes and hands out burritos to hungry people. No judgment. Just you know, it's just food. Mm-hmm. There's this problem is really huge in big cities like Los Angeles. Um, you know, the hunger and homelessness. Mm-hmm. And the thing is that it's while it's not solving the big problems, uh, it, we're making a difference for a meal. Yeah. You know, it's like a little bit of comfort. Um, just for that moment yeah. and so and the reason why you know we thought it was important to 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 do this project especially especially with the city bright gin is how we were inspired to make city bright gin that gin is inspired by our love of the la food scene mm. so it's not really you know when we think about terroir like ooh, mm. where do ingredients come from you know it's usually a um about geography mm. like it's about the soil and climate but to us what terroir means is people so for so we were inspired by lots of immigrant restaurants that we eat at mm-hmm. here. So um, you and know, this made from the, you pulped them up and made gin out of them. We, we just yeah, ground, I, we ground up these people. Am I taking everything too literally? No, because no, I had the same thought. I had the same thought. I was like, oh, city bright gin is people. It's people like all mushed up in there. Um, no, sorry, but more like the stuff that they, the ingredients okay. they use in their cooking. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we've got, we've got ingredients from um, Mexican food, Indian, uh, Middle Eastern, Chinese, Thai, Vietnamese, and all of that in a harmonious profile. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. <laughs> how did they all come together? And that just reminded us of our city here. And then, you know, that's how that led us to making burritos for um, LA's hungry people. So uh, if you guys want to try that, feel free to open it. Yeah. Oh. Uh, this is a when in Rome situation. I and think you've already gym. had a sip of tea, yeah. so oh, that is, makes it okay. Oh, yeah, this totally was vodka not. you made this tea with, right? <laughs> uh, not why, at all. why don't we jump in the gin now as we uh, keep this going? Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm good for that. And then, mm-hmm. then we'll take our break and we'll. Uh, yeah, yeah, help, please help yourself. Jeff. Please pour the City Bright gin. I, I think you guys should try it because it's so neat. I'm excited about it. Oh, yeah, perfect. Thank you. <laughs> There's a small cocktail party. Yeah. <laughs> Following uh, Liddy's lead and pouring next to the mic. Oh, oh yeah, all right. That's, 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 that's a healthy Ooh, pour. Oh, that's a healthy pour. Okay, you guys, I already started Ooh. without you, so. Ah, so you guys, yeah, yeah, we'll please. get into it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, you know, I, the thing is that oh, this, great. Is, this is the way we eat now in LA, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It's And, you know, sometimes when you think of like fusion, it's like uh, from the outside, Cheers, you know, looking yeah. in, but this is really about how how food is eaten and consumed and how you know like have you guys seen i bet your leftovers are pretty weird like you might have like korean food and something from uh, a middle eastern deli I and all that stuff together meatballs, so, uh, uh, <laughs> just doing just this that. podcast i have yeah there's uh, weird stuff in I have the fridges green pepper stuff and a macedonian yeah. baked bean in my fridge yeah, yeah. <laughs> see see what i mean like you you know we just explore and it all becomes part of um you know part of how we consume things right yeah, but that is uh, thoroughly drinkable uh yeah i'm not a gin person this is great oh, this is yeah, like thank you i'm gonna be honest maybe my favorite gin. Oh. this is really del- it's like it's sweet but not sweet mm-hmm. if that makes sense it's much more well-rounded yeah and uh it's not uh, as juniper heavy no, as i feel like all gins are yeah. this is great 
Oh, thank you. And um, mom and dad, it's very... twelve thirty p.m. on a Friday. <laughs> My mom doesn't know how to download podcasts. I'm not worried about this. <laughs> also, this is on brand for me. She'd be like, "Yeah, that's what he's doing." <laughs> yeah, 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 he should be. He should be having that drink. Yeah. So that's it's a labor of love, and it's a love for our city. So it's no, really great. City Brighton. And you said uh, you said off podcast. <laughs> you have half a sip. I don't think you should edit that. No, oh no, no. If you're leaving my mistakes, and yeah. that needs to stay in. <laughs> yeah, I've barely had any. Um, uh, you're LA's first distillery since Prohibition? Yes, uh, that's right. Um, and in fact, when we moved to downtown Los Angeles, um, we've been making spirits since 2004. But we moved. Is that including your at your house with your husband, or is that? Hey, um, that, let's, let's, that that's the illegal stuff. No, I'm just oh, kidding. Sure. We, we, didn't do, we never did anything <laughs> yeah. illegal. No, no I'm so. not saying that you did. <laughs> yeah, you're two, just and winking I, so wildly at yeah. both of us right now. That would hope the statute <laughs> of limitations is covered 14 yeah. years from now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. um, so no, in 2004, when we started, um, you know, seriously in the business. Um, we were out in Monrovia, mm-hmm. California, so it's, a, it's mm-hmm. in, also in the L.A. area, yep. uh, great little town, and in 2012, we moved to the Arts District in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. never knowing that it was going to be the hip and happening yeah. place. We were just here to do some quiet manufacturing, and now it's like, what? What's going on around us? Yeah. So There's like, uh, it's like, uh, there's a stump town. <laughs> Down yeah. the street, mm-hmm. there's a, a small a small bar that I'm sure is going to get overrun by not its normal patrons very soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that small bar. Yeah. There's you mean a the bar strip club? Is, no, the one next oh. to the strip <laughs> club. Oh, okay. No, the still, strip club keeps its patrons. I was going to say change. there is still a strip strip club <laughs> very close by. I hear they have a great lunch buffet. Oh, <laughs> I don't trust that. <laughs> I do not trust that. <laughs> um, you lost me a strip club. It got yeah. me back at buffet. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the thesis statement for this podcast. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Uh, um, this is fantastic. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. So, we love doing it. And, you know, it's all these real ingredients that mm-hmm. have inspired us through the years. Um, it, the next thing that you probably guys see is the Grand Poppy Amaro. Mm-hmm. This is really cool, too. And this was inspired by our walks up in Griffith Hill. Hill Griffith Hills. Uh, our walk, Park. Yeah, <laughs> our, our, walks, <laughs> our walks up in Griffith Park and the local hills. Mm-hmm. Um, and in springtime, like uh, like where it's, it's, it's spring now here, mm-hmm. um, we would, or Melcon would pick all these shoots and leaves and things to the point where the, where the uh, ranger would tell him, sir, could you stop picking the plants? Mm-hmm. But, and when we come back to the distillery and we put it all out, it would have this amazing aroma. And I remember Melcon saying, wow, this, this is what our state smells like. Um, so we thought, hmm, there's something to that. So we picked up all of these um, in, you know, leaves and berries and flowers, including the California poppy, and made a bittersweet liqueur out of it, similar to like a Campari mm-hmm. or a Chinar. Okay. Um, and it's a class of liqueurs known as an um, as Amaro or Amari. Mm. Um, and so that's it's kind of neat. It's, it's really, the Grand Poppy is California in a bottle. It's great with um, on its own or in champagne drinks. It's oh, great really? with whiskey, which is next to. Oh, wow. So okay. um, you guys are. I would love to take a sip. Yes, I would like to try. I would love to take a sip as well. Here we go. Okay, go ahead and pour. So, all right. So like, don't pour giant pours. <laughs> Just a tiny little bit. Mm-hmm. The bottle is open. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I heard that. Is that tiny enough? Ones? This is perfect. Ooh. Okay. It's got a beautiful aroma, yeah. right? I mean, you described. Uh, foraging in Griffith Park. <laughs> I 
was just like, oh man. So it's like cigarette butts. Like, oh, and, and don't like, be like but, that. No, this smells incredible. <laughs> I'm, I am, uh, I will, I will poo-poo on LA, but also am fully aware of how beautiful it is. Uh, I is. love this. And this I'm smells incredible. I'm a big incredible. Campari fan. So oh, this is, okay. uh, up my alley. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so much sweeter than I expected. That's great. I could drink yeah. it all day. Mm-hmm. It's really nice. Yeah, yeah so uh, Amari um, usually has sugar in it. Um, uh, even though it's bitter. So this is just a, it's not super bitter. It's not like a Fernet mm. or anything yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, it's just a nice, um, it's a great item for cocktails. And if you were to pair that with a whiskey, would you do half and half? What would be the combination? Oh, so, uh, yeah. Oh, hey, wow. I brought you guys a whiskey to try, but I didn't realize it was the cask. Oh, oh my smart. gosh. That's a lot more alcohol than the regular one. Oh. But oh well, you can do it. Um, so oh, no. if it was our slow hand uh, regular whiskey, um, which is 42% uh, ABV. Uh, it would be um, two parts of the slow hand whiskey and one part of the grand poppy stirred mm. together. Yeah. It's such a great drink. So here the cask is um, you know 57.5% alcohol. Ooh, okay. Woohoo! Ooh. But I will tell you that it is still very manageable mm. because it's extremely um, smooth. Mm. And I'll tell you a little bit about the slow hand yeah. um, uh, whiskey, how we make it. Um, so. Slow hand, uh, it, it's six woods uh, that we use to make the whiskey. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody knows about the um, the white oak. That's usually what we, you know, what... what it's what we, I geeked out about when I saw I was like, yeah, that oak. <laughs> yeah, we've got these huge yeah. oak barrels, not 55-gallon um, drums, but gigantic um, cognac barrels that we use um, to age our... Um, our whiskey. So the whiskey is done in the Scotch style in that it's a single malt made in the back on that fancy equipment that you guys saw. Um, and then, um, then what we do is um, we uh, toast and weather five other woods here on site, and then we put it inside the okay. uh, the giant barrels that you saw out there. That's Thank great. You. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay, great. Great. That's great. See, that's got a really interesting yeah. profile, right? It's pretty complex. It's, well, even it's like sweet. It's a young, it's a young whiskey. Sweet up top, and then it's sweet, but then it also has like it's intensely smoky, but like. The sweetness balances out really nice. It's got like I was like, oh, is this gonna be like it? Not that it's peaty, but it has elements of scotch. But it, then it like veers left right before it's gonna get to where I don't want it to be. And I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This is great. This is excellent. Oh, good. I'm so glad you like it. Um, and that is great with that grandpappy amaro. Oh man, Ooh, that would be. That's good. really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we are. What we're gearing up. We're gearing up. We're also not treating you fairly because Ooh, you're why? Off- because you're offering us. This great gin, yeah. with Samaro, the that fifty-seven point five percent whiskey that I loved, and then uh, we're offering Pashats. Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh, <laughs> you're right. It's not fair at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. we should have brought a wedding cake or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, how are you feeling? Because after this break, we're going yeah. to try some Pashats. We, we have things. some Pashats in the bag. Mm-hmm. Uh, so how are you feeling going into it? Are you excited? Are you genuinely upset? Does it help that you were doing that tasting earlier in the morning? Uh, you know, I can do this. I mean, you know, I, I've thought about it. Mm-hmm. I have prayed. Yeah. I've prayed. prayed on it. Yeah. Okay. So I'm, I'm ready for the shot. Good. Good. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll take a quick break. Yeah. When we come back, uh, it's Pashat time. We're back. So in front of us, along with the addition of a bottle of uh, lemon vodka uh, brought to us by Liddy, we have presented Liddy with three things. 
uh, raw pashats, uh, which we got from the market. Raw dried? Oh, uh, Raw dried. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the dried pashats, because we, I don't they think look. we can get fresh pashats. Yes, yeah, that's. Oh my god, one of them's moving. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, no, I know it's dry. Uh, and then we, I figured we're going to a distillery. I should make something that could be used with some of the drinks here. So I made a syrup using pashats, and it mm. does have a pronounced pashat flavor. Yeah. Uh, and it took me four iterations to get a decent syrup. Uh, some of them had, I let them go too long. Because uh, it's not a true simple syrup. It's not the 50-50 ratio that mm-hmm. you would do with the simple syrup. Uh, so this one is relatively light in hue. Mm-hmm. Light enough to take a shot, according to your hot taste. Yeah, it meets. It's almost there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And then, uh, uh, yeah, it's not. A, it, so it's got Pashat flavor. I think it works. And then I also made, I was like, with that, I, I tried to make a jelly so badly. I mm-hmm. really tried. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't think it can be done. Uh, so I unjellifiable. So I used a stronger syrup to make these Peshat squares. I'm calling them. Mm-hmm. Wow. So it's a lemon bar, mm-hmm. but instead of lemon juice, yeah. it's Peshat syrup. Uh, let me just say for the record that you have gone above and beyond, and I am going to find a medal for you. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, great. Sweet. Uh, cool. You get given someone's old Navy star. <laughs> right. what is, oh. David, where did you get that? I made a uh. delicious syrup. Oh, uh, it's just a cap from. It looks like a cap from a bottle. Yeah. Uh, oh, David just kept that lying around. It's a Heineken cap with a star Perfect. on Perfect. it. I love it. Uh, so I think I'm, I'm not looking with, forward to this. I've done this so many, so many times over the course of the week. Yeah, it's really on. Yeah. But we're doing a. Oh, oh there's some more sound effects. Uh. We're doing a shot. Take one of those. And so I will follow your lead, Linny. Oh, okay. Uh, in terms of if one does a pashat, is it a pashat first, then a cup the sip of tea? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. So, well, it depends on how dry your mouth is. Like, if it's super dry, if you've told some lies, that kind of thing, take a sip of yeah. tea first. Okay. I'll take a sip first. Okay. So, in um, preparation for you guys, yeah. I did ask my sister-in-law who is an enormous I have never met a more enormous Prashat fan so you can see how we can be rivals mm. okay mean, you yeah. know obviously right everything okay <laughs> so I asked her okay like well how are you supposed to eat this and okay it seems that there is a logic to eating okay. it that I was not following okay okay so we have we wet our whistles with tea? yes okay. tea mm. Mm. that was a good tea okay that's great tea thank so, you so much for the tea okay so here's what we do from what I hear, you put it, put this in the back of your mouth. Remember how we're saying it's oh, super dry and terrible? I'm going to choke on this. That's okay. Right. And then kind of bite down. Okay. And let your saliva do the work. Okay. Then only, like, give it, like, three seconds, and then you can kind of disrobe it in okay. your mouth. All right. And then at one point, can you re-add tea? Anytime you want. Okay, got it. But, you know, so you we did this. You this whole thing? No, don't no. swallow. There's okay. seed in there, All man. Right, that's don't, what I thought. Oh, jeez. Okay. He's, he's scaring me. Right. Yeah, okay. here we go. Don't swallow it. And then you have to disgorge that seed at some point. I can do this. I have hated this for years. I'm still working on it. Yeah, it's not good. It's not good. It's, uh... I gotta say. Mm. Okay, you know what? I've come to change my mind. Oh, what? (laughs) This is already Ah. it? (laughs) You're already... (laughs) You already like it? Just trying it? You know what? Oh, boy. I just gave it a second chance. It's like the... Actually, it's more like the hundredth chance. It's been a long, you know, I've been married a long time, 15 years, 16 years. Oh, I can't remember. I've been married a while. Yeah, Yeah, it's okay. And I've known Melcon for a decade before that. We've known each other more than 
half our lives. Mm -hmm. I don't know how that happens since I'm only 32. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Fair. Yeah. You guys met, hey, people meet young. <laughs> you were making so, alcohol before it was legal for you to make alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, all right. There's something about it. Like, it's, you know what? Oh gosh, do you think it's Stockholm Syndrome? I think you might just like it, and I guess our work's done. We don't need to try anything else. Yeah. End of podcast. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, I might just like, is it just because it's a cloudy day? Maybe like, yeah, maybe this is the finally, the, we just hit the right day. Maybe you needed to have a few drinks in the morning before having it. Maybe this is how it works. Because I was going to say, adding a tea to the element does help. Did not help it. Oh, really? Oh, no. See, yeah. I think that's what is helping here for me because of the... I think what I object to is not the flavor, it's the texture. The texture is terrible. That's how I feel too. Um, I've been trying to put, figure out what the hell they smell like, and just now is finally able to, they smell like jelly beans, which mm. is makes me uncomfortable, because oh. things that are not jelly beans mm. should not smell like jelly beans, but they smell identical to jelly beans to me. Mm. Interesting. They have a I'm, floral note. Yeah, yeah they do have a floral note. They're, they're, I'm, okay, you might have turned, they're still gross. Mm, and also, no. I don't like anything that you need to pick out of your mouth after you've started eating oh, it, I'm yeah. not on board for. Well, I'm dates. real. Yeah, but I don't, olives. I don't, I don't. I don't mess with. I hate olives. Oh, dates hate are olives. only oh. okay for me. Uh -huh. I like uh, dates, but dates. I don't know because once I get to that, there's like layers of pashat because there's the <laughs> the cotton yes. ball section, and then yeah. below it is like this even tougher uh, filament mm -hmm. that covers the seed. And once uh -huh. I get to that point, I really hate the experience. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because uh, it's like I should there's there's I like to finish things. There's still pashat there. Yeah. So it's like I should be trying to get that done. You should gnaw no, the pashat off the seed. Ugh. Okay, I think what I okay. There's a lot that I find disturbing about it. Um, one is that it's that flaky outer dry thing. Yeah, that, the that skin is, is the disgusting. The skin is pretty, but but okay. I'm. If if you told me know. people, if you told me this was like a. An Armenian version of like cot, like like it's something people get a little buzz off of, and they chew in the afternoon. And be like, I get it; it mm -hmm. tastes disgusting, but it gets you kind of groovy. Mm -hmm. But if you, but there's none of that. So this is just a gross thing people eat because they eat gross things, yeah. and I'm not on board. Mm. I'm I'm happy that we've already turned you, and our work here's done. <laughs> yeah, but, I, you know, it's like I'm just thinking that yeah, on a scale of one to ten, like you know, I was just thinking of that, and we had like well, yeah, it's I, not that gross. <laughs> It's not that gross, and I'm like, I, I, you, you know, yeah, okay. I don't just, love, I don't love it. Good bag. Is this a good bag? Yeah. Of yeah. Shots? yeah. Uh -huh. Oh wow, that's that would be really funny yeah. because there are. It's true that some of them are not so good. It's like very um, stringy and weird, yeah. and people are still eating it. So we'll we'll move into our next thing since I guess we've won. So these know. are all just victory laps. Is so, what we'll call it. There's no wins and losses. We're no, there's a win. Okay. No. <laughs> if you need the victory, Winston, you can take the victory. Got it. Uh, I would do these next. Yeah, they look amazing. So I would do one of the center cut ones for you. Maybe this one is the one I'd have to grab. They're going to be a little sticky. This one. This one looks great. That, that's take great. It. That one looks great. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I still have Pashat on my fingers. Sorry. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna take one as well. These are very sticky, very gooey. Mm. Oh, thank you so much. Okay. Come with a napkin. Napkin here. One for you. Appreciate it. So these are uh, like square, like, yeah, like a lemon bar. It's a lemon bar, They're but thick. with shot syrup. The the syrup of it looks very interesting. Yeah. Because it's a Ooh, wow. grayish. I didn't have breakfast or lunch, so. Oh, perfect. This is it. Then. Been drinking since the morning. Yeah. Mmm. Uh -huh. Wow. There's nothing bad about this. Mm -hmm. Right. But I'll say this. Mm -hmm. It doesn't taste like Peshat. Mm. Okay. Mm. Mm -hmm. Peshat's it's, a mild flavor. Yeah. yeah. 
It's good. I think you, you know, this is good. It I, needs like something acidic in it. Like I, I did add, which I also brought with us today. I don't have it out on the table. I did. Add, there's like a few drops mm-hmm. of Armenian pomegranate molasses, mm-hmm. but it doesn't burst through. I could have added more. Mm-hmm. And may I say your crust is amazing. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. Yeah. Very buttery. Yeah. This whole thing is delicious. Mm-hmm. Good. Uh, yeah, I was like, I know how to make these. Mm-hmm. No. This will be good. It might not taste like Bashat, and at the end of the day, that might not be a bad thing. No. <laughs> now, what does taste like Bashat is... The syrup? I think it does. Mm-hmm. I think that's the thing that I... It was so hard to cook with. Mm. Because in trying to make a jelly, it just reconstitutes, and then it's just like this... Oh, it's the worst. <laughs> I really... I just don't like things that don't offer up flexibility. Mm. Did it, like... <clears throat> I'm gonna posit that Peshat might be like a like an alien that landed on this, and it's sentient and it doesn't want to become jelly. Really? Mm. I'm throwing it out there. But it's it's okay. fine to be other things. No, because that way it gets in us. It's like this way is like oh, it's it's controlling us is what I'm trying to say. That's uh, so. This is a syrup that I made, and I'm wondering. I would have you just try like a few drops, mm, okay. and then I'd be curious. Okay, let me cleanse my palate. Oh, feel free. I'd be curious what you think would pair well with this. I'm wondering. Oh, in terms of alcohol. Vodka. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, okay. I'm gonna. You know, I do have expertise mm-hmm. in yeah. this. Huh? Not really, but. Yeah. I would. I would you, say you if you've are, made more than one, and even if you've made one alcohol in your life, you're an expert. Or yeah. Huh. You know, on first smell, it's got a, a soupçon of cleaning product. Yep. Soupçon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Is that is that like soup sock the Korean <laughs> the, the, uh, the, the karaoke, karaoke, karaoke bar that no longer is open? It's open again. It's open again. Yeah. That's great news. <laughs> wow, it's extremely delicate in flavor. But that's what a pashat is. tastes like. Yeah. So you know what? I've, here's the realization I've come to. Mm-hmm. I'm not offended by the taste of the pashat. Mm-hmm. What I need therapy for is the texture. Yeah. Can we say that? Yeah. No, I'm very on board with that take. I think the... So in tasting this, because it's so delicate, I really think um, something like a true lemon vodka, that's our organic lemon mm-hmm. vodka, 2,000 lemons per batch, y'all. That... Oh, wow. It's a lot of lemons. Yeah. So How I much think... And a batch is, is one bottle? Well, uh, one... No, no. <laughs> har, har. Yeah. Uh, no, I think, uh, I think we get about... I want to say like 1,700 bottles. Okay. That. Okay. That's still, you're almost, that's a little less than one lemon per bottle. No, wait. No, a little more, than, more than, than one lemon. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty lemony. I'm not good at math. Uh, Oops. Perfect. So if you want to, shall we top that off? Then yeah. Pretend it's yes. having a cocktail. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So this will be, uh, be a little uneven, but okay, try that. It's like about a half an ounce. Let me stand. I want to okay. make sure you guys oh, yeah. have the same experience. So I'm going to have to top up okay. your Perfect. shot. Thank you. Cordial. Okay, that's about right. So let's imagine that there's some ice in here. Mm-hmm. I should have brought some ice, but no, it's okay. Did that? Uh, I'm looking forward to this very much. Did I improve it in some form or make it come together in a harmonious cocktail? Seems. I have a feeling. A cheers. Well, it's nice, but now it tastes lemony. Mm. Yeah, now it tastes like a, a limoncello. Mm-hmm. I'm going back to my shot square. Pashat yeah. just doesn't have to do. Now it it's just so like light. There's mm-hmm. almost nothing you can do about it. Like, mm-hmm. 
I'm going to say the draw to the Peshat is the experience of drinking tea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Eating it and like kind of having that slow moment. Mm-hmm. Because honestly, why else would you eat it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Peshat is made for a sunset because it takes forever to eat. I think is what the point is. If you're someone who needs to slow down in your life, yeah. perhaps. Yeah. Take things easier. Mm-hmm. You can't like drive and have Peshat. You need <laughs> no. to like, like, no. to, like be on a leisurely walk. It's a focused. Yes, food. it's yeah. very much a Sunday afternoon fruit. Hey, yeah. Okay, now maybe there's something. Maybe it's a health thing. Do you think there's like a health benefit to a Peshat? I don't know enough Peshat eaters. <laughs> no, I just need to see people who eat Peshat, but, and I feel like I can make a, a big judgment on it. But there's also a thing of like, if people been, have been having it for generations, yeah. there's been some benefit. We mm-hmm. as uh, cultures, as a as a, a as a species, mm-hmm. cultures will keep the things that work. If people have been having Peshat for years, there must be some reason behind it. I mean, people also eat and and duet, so. Yeah, there's yeah. no reason yeah. to eat unbeaten. I'm not. I'm not convinced on that argument. Okay. Mm-hmm. I do think. Uh, I think it's perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, this uh, the experience because before I had just like kind of broken it open and eaten what was inside of it. Mm-hmm. This way of eating it that you showed is better. Right. It's still not something I'd return to. Like that bag will go un- uneaten. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. No, well, I had this song. I was like driving over here. I was like, I have such a bag of Peshat. I'm not going to give something to you that you do not like. Mm-hmm. So it's like I might just make more of that syrup, do and maybe I don't know use it as the. Uh, I think you should just use the peshat too. Maybe befriend an Armenian neighbor. Yeah. Or oh yeah, fair. <laughs> or just walk, walk through Glendale and just like walk the, uh, throwing them out. Yeah, peshat. I was like, it could work as a base of a kombucha or. Something I mean, you like could that. just put liquor in it and make the make it out of directly that and cut the sweetness out of the. You know what I'm talking about? I could. Just yeah, make, you, like your version of Peshat cello. Yeah, you could mm-hmm. infuse it in there. It's just oh, yeah. like it's such a, a subtle flavor. It is very subtle. Mm. And I'm, I'm, I can understand now the whole tree concept, how you, when you walk by the tree, there's that honeyed smell. It's like, yeah. hmm, I bet you it's like, you know, floral yeah. and honeyed. And that does all the heavy lifting of flavor. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, so overall, you're you you did not hate it as much as you were dreading. I'm surprised, and I wonder if it's just because I maybe was sitting with you guys and like kind of chilling out a little bit. That's we'll, we'll take too that. Kind, yeah, we'll but take, thank you. Yeah. I mean, for me, it's like I love I I had a great time here, and could have been that twelve thirty gin, but uh, mm-hmm. this has been great. Yeah. Uh, so thanks so much for hosting us. Yeah. My pleasure. You guys are welcome at Green Bar Distillery anytime. Thank well, you. Thank, thank you, you just, so much. Just leave the Peshat at home. Okay, right, well, yeah, so we'll be 100% uh, well. And uh, if we could plug anything for Green Bar Distillery in terms of your social media or anything like that, what... Oh, well, hey, you guys, you guys know about um, uh, our, uh, you know, have a drink, eat a burrito, mm-hmm. you know, so hashtag drink uh, city gin. Um, it's a big campaign to... Um, Fund 10,000 burritos uh, here in Los Angeles. And when are y- y'all saying spring ends? Is that uh, <laughs> when I get enough to make these 10,000 burritos. <laughs> so lots of area restaurants, like uh, if you guys go to a True Food Kitchen mm-hmm. or Sage Vegan Bistro. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. um, there's uh, Eat Drink Americano right down the street from us here in the Arts District. Um, and a bunch more on the website. Uh, so please check it out at greenbardistillery.com. And you and I would love it if you guys would drink and hashtag. And there is a cool competition. Actually, you can win a staycation if you um, yes, and take a picture and, and tag, and whichever picture gets the most likes, 
hello, LA. You want to stay somewhere fun for the night? That's great. And we'll, we, we can hook you up. I'm on board. Oh, great. I'm on board. Is yeah. there to stay in the distillery? Is it like night at the museum? <laughs> oh, my gosh. There, we could totally do that. I, I would pay I, I a think, lot. Because <laughs> I think we have an inflatable bed in our emergency supplies. Oh, go. great. That's it. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> and I think there's a chemical shower. Is that, will oh, that work? Perfect. That's, um, yeah, that's all you need. That's essentially an Airbnb. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, fantastic. Uh, as always, you can follow us at... Uh, try it like a podcast on Instagram, try like a podcast at gmail.com. Let us know you would like if you have a Peshat recipe that we did not use, yeah. a uh, use for it that we didn't think yeah. of. We'd love to hear about it. You can let us know in an email or uh, send us a tweet at T-I-Y-L-I podcast mm-hmm. on Twitter. Uh, we're on the Campfire Media Podcast Network. Uh, there's a million other great podcasts there. Please go ahead and listen to them. Uh, try to like it on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you give us five stars and then uh, leave us a review, you can say anything in the review but if you ended with saying I am not doing this for the dozen cookies and then parentheses you name the type of cookie that you would like and you send me an email to try you like it podcast at gmail.com letting me know you did this we'll find you a, we'll find a way to get you those dozen yeah, cookies we will send you cookies and yeah, you will have will the send cookies you, you and if you want Peshat cookies we'll find a way we'll find a way uh, we'll deliver them if you're in the LA area yeah. we'll find a way otherwise but uh, we really yeah. would love five stars and we'd love to confuse iTunes while doing oh, it oh we would love to oh god if Apple Podcast if, oh, if all those yeah. uh, head honchos down at Apple Podcasts are just <laughs> what is happening yeah. with this well, podcast they're saying they're not getting the cookies and they keep saying five stars no, uh, yeah. So that'll be that's still going in the month of April. The cheapest so. cookies you can ever get. Yeah, free. So, yeah. All you have to do is give a review. I mean, no, you don't. Oh, you don't. I mean, you're giving five yeah. stars. Once again, uh, Liddy is winking wildly. Yes, wildly. Because <laughs> yeah. yeah. this is all under the table, mm-hmm. right? Uh, so anything can be said in the review, but at the end, you're, you you remind Apple Podcasts, you are not. I'm not doing this <laughs> yes. for the dozen cookies. It could be all about how much you want the cookies and yes. then take a left turn at the end. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, But yeah, uh, thank you so much and have a good one. It's Angela. Hey, it's Lindsay. And we host the feminist podcast, Welcome to the Clam Bake. It's the opposite of a sausage fest. It's an anatomy joke. Each week we talk about the challenges, triumphs, and follies of feminism. With incredible guests, product reviews, and call-ins from feminist clams like you. It's an educational party for the soul. So don't be sexist. Listen to us every Monday on Campfire Media. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Or your favorite listening app. Sometimes I take off my pants. Campfire.